0: of the podcast that is focused on our prepare and conquer camp our pack series for new camper families and today we're talking about food as fuel at camp and I have a special guest with me which is Mark Wilson and I'll let you introduce yourself and what you do at camp and any fun facts that you want to share.
1: Well, thanks, Stacy. Yeah, I am the food service director here at Camp Greenville. Um, I have been doing YMCA camp in one role or another since the mid-90s. That was a long time ago. (laughs) So uh, I've learned lots of things on my journey, mostly about uh, people need fuel to be able to have fun and make great memories at camp. And without the fuel, um, there can be all kinds of bad things. And so Uh, We have a great team that we assemble every year, and uh, they are dedicated to figuring out how to make the food as good as possible for as many people as possible with lots of different options and uh, healthy things, and also some really tasty things uh, that might be out of the oven, uh, like baked goods and uh, pasta dishes and other things. So we always try to do better, um, and um, we love feedback, so uh, we are excited to start the new summer.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, speaking of feedback, the uh, one of my roles is to send out surveys to parents um, after after the program, having a chance to talk with their camper and give us some feedback back. And the food feedback is always really interesting because it kind of goes in all directions. Mm-hmm. People love the food, or they don't love the food, or they have really, really specific suggestions um, for food, and we love all of it. And Mark does a great job of, of taking all that feedback and trying to re- respond to it in the choices that we make in our dining hall. Um, So yeah, there's a really cool video about how to um, experience the dining hall when you're at camp. So if you haven't looked at that with your camper yet, we'll make sure it's linked um, with all the pack resources here so that you have that as well. So we won't spend too much time talking about kind of the process in the dining hall, because we've got that laid out. Um, But want to talk about kind of the food itself. So a cool thing, uh, Mark mentioned the team. You live Mm -hmm. here at camp all year round and work at camp all year round, right? That's right. So Mm -hmm. what kinds of things are you doing at this time of the year to plan for food during the summer?
1: Sure. Uh, So If it were up to me, everyone would have an evaluation and tell us what they liked about the food, what they didn't like about the food, and what we could do different. Unfortunately, we get a uh, a percentage of feedback and uh, go from there. And uh, a lot of it uh, doesn't have specific, hey, this is what we'd like you to do with your french fries to make them a little tastier. (laughs) It's more, uh, we love it, or "Mm, it could be better without specifics so what we've done is we took the menu cut it up into pieces stapled them to note cards and had them all spread out throughout the office and let all the program directors who have direct feedback from the counselors and the kids anyone that just walked into the office that uh, has enjoyed our uh, summer program got to have direct um, comments and feedback on what they liked what maybe they liked but maybe could have been better uh, what needed more seasoning um, or what menu item, frankly, saw its day and should go away. So uh, we took all of that feedback and we posted it on a big wall and uh, we created a menu um, and took things out so we had menu gaps. Then we went back through and looked at menus from years past at Camp Greenville and then um, did some research online of what other camps and schools do and uh, plugged in where our week parks were uh, with new and exciting dishes um, then we looked at what kids like to eat and maybe could be a little bit better and we researched and are' still researching ways that we can season better or prepare in a little different ways uh to make it just a little bit more desirable um and We also know that uh you know our mashed potatoes are not going to be like everybody's grandma's mashed potatoes, and so uh we have seasonings and other condiments that'll be available so that uh kids can you know, maybe doctor them just a little bit, um, uh, punch them up, so to speak, so that uh, they, you know, would enjoy um, all the foods. And uh, the most important thing is go out fully fueled and ready to uh, have a great time at summer camp.
0: I love hearing this description from you of the process because it makes me think of like, it's really not that different from what we do in our own homes as a family in terms of meal planning or figuring out, you know, you, you might try a new recipe and two of the kids love it, but one of the kids hates it. Right. And so then you start figuring out how to tweak that a little bit, or maybe you throw it out and try a new recipe from a different blog. Right. So it's a very similar process, just on a much larger scale, <laughs> because it's a team that's preparing those foods, and, you know, 300-some campers here at a time um, that we're trying to serve. Well,
1: you may or may not know this, but we look at our dining as a program area. Mm -hmm. And this is what our program directors and camp directors do at the end of the year at each program area, is look at what works, what doesn't work, and how it can be better. And that's the mindset we enter in with our food. We don't look at it as a personal attack when people say, hey, we could do better at this. Um, we see it as an opportunity to improve that. And, uh, we think that if we keep improving things, um, that, um, we will get even the pickiest eaters something that they can eat so that they can feel fueled.
0: Yeah, I love that idea too of giving some options and ways for kids to kind of customize the different food items or even make choices. Let's talk about um, some of the nuts and bolts. Like if I'm, you know, we're talking to families here in our in our pack program who have never come to camp before, potentially never any type of camp. It, it might be their first time at Camp Greenville, but it might be their first time at camp. So um, run us through some examples of maybe like what sort of a typical camp meal we're eating breakfast and lunch and dinner in the dining hall. Mm -hmm. Um, So what what are some examples of what might be on the menu at like a typical breakfast, a typical lunch?
1: Sure. Uh, Our goal is to have a balanced meal at each uh, at each turn. So our breakfasts would include your traditional uh, pancakes, uh, waffles. We're uh, experimenting with chicken and waffles maybe <laughs> this year. Um, you have uh, French toast and uh, biscuits and gravy, cinnamon rolls with a, a breakfast meat, like bacon. Everybody loves bacon. And uh, sausage and um, your traditional breakfasts. Lunches are more sandwich based uh, or a uh, sort of chicken based um, lunch with a, the sides being French fries or fruit and vegetable. Um we try very hard to have fruit in in the lunches um and I believe this year that is our, our plan. There is fresh fruit like whole fruit and sliced fruit at each meal uh as long as as well as a salad bar and a yogurt bar at breakfast. Uh, so there will always be, if it's not a, a camper's favorite, they can find something on our salad bar, yogurt bar, or uh our sandwich bar, which we will also have. Uh we are peanut free. Uh, there will not be peanut uh, butter in the uh, dining hall, which is sad if you're there from the early 90s. That's how a lot of us got through college. But uh, no, it, uh, it is. we do sun butter and jellies uh, and cold cuts um, and uh, things like that. So that even if I don't like the main dish, I can have uh, some lunch. And uh, for dinners, uh, we have a Mexican night, an uh, Italian dish, a pasta night. Um, we have a cookout every Monday night, which is a big camp party. Um, when on Friday night, our last night at camp, we have a big pizza party, which is more party than pizza, and it's a it's a <laughs> lot of fun uh, to kind of close out the the summer session.
0: I love it. So you mentioned um, about the menus in the dining hall being peanut free. Um, let's transition and talk a little bit about um, special dietary needs. And, um, I'll, I, let me talk about my part with forms and how they share that information with us. And then I'll turn it over to you to talk about what you do with that information. Um, so as camper parents in the spring, you will receive access to, um, your online forms. One of those is a health history form and that form will specifically ask you a bunch of questions, but one section of that is about dietary needs, um, or allergies, things like that. So on the, um, about two weeks before you arrive at camp um, I pull that information from your forms and send all of that over to mark and his team so that they can take that into consideration when they're planning the uh, the menu for your campers arrival so when what are the types of um, dietary restrictions that we can easily accommodate and then which ones might we need more conversation about and um, how does that all kind of work once once that once that information comes to your desk.
1: Sure, Um, I looked into it, and somewhere between uh, 10 to 20% of our campers have a dietary restriction or need. Um, And so any kind of uh, sensitivity to uh, severe allergic reaction is something that we've probably seen in one form or another. Uh, So parents are absolutely encouraged uh, to fill that out at uh, as much detail as uh, they have. Also, uh, if there are very specific concerns, uh, we can handle those uh, individually by email or a phone call uh, to make sure that all concerns are um, eliminated and all needs are communicated. Um, I would say our, well, I know that our biggest, uh, most common is gluten-free diets, uh, followed by vegetarian. Uh, We do have some campers and staff that are vegan. And um, there's uh, egg allergies, there's uh, lactose, uh, dairy-free options are also at each meal. Um, And uh, we have uh, alternative meals, uh, but uh, we also uh, have a a few campers, a handful that are celiac, which means um, a severe gluten reaction to where uh, cross-contamination is the most important piece um, it's always important with gluten free and other diets to not cross contaminate, um, for sure. But uh, with celiac, it can be uh, a very uh, um, severe reaction, and so we kind of we 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 have our policies based on the most severe, and then if it's a less severe um, allergy, we feel like they benefit from our um, our stress of all the things not being cross contaminated, not using. Uh, the same pan to use, you know, with a, a piece of meat that also then goes to a vegan a camper or uh, something that has gluten being cross-contaminated for a camper with celiac. So uh, that's just a couple of the examples that we use. We always have uh, um, soy milk and oat milk at each of our breakfasts, so they can our kids can enjoy cereals. Um, and uh, we go above and beyond. We look at we, we're a food service um, department, but we put the service part first in that if camper doesn't like what we have for whatever reason, if they can come up and tell us about it, we can find food for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times homesickness can be cured by a camper saying, I just need you know, um, something to eat that's not what we're serving. And we will open up the kitchen for that camper uh, to help them adjust to uh, what is different between home and camp. And sometimes that makes a really big difference. Uh, and all of our staff are trained to listen first uh to not take things defensively or or personally uh but to listen to how we can serve best.
0: Yeah, I think that's um it's great that you talk about the fact that you'll find an option for a camper if they're not comfortable with what's on the table didn't like what they were eating things like that we do um, serve our meals family style which you all will see in that video if you haven't seen it yet um, where the food is already on the table but eating at camp um, is not like you know e- different families have different norms for how you handle meal time and in some families um, you know the food is placed on the table and that's your option for what to eat um, and if you if you don't want that, then, you know, you're either preparing your own or you might be a little hungrier before bedtime or something like that, right? Different families are different and I'm sure you know your your own family's kind of culture in that way and you have extended family members or friends who might be different. Um, But at camp, we, as you've said, we really see food as fuel and so important um, for the campers experience that we want them to have the nutrients that they need to have the full stomachs and how that affects their emotions as well. Um, And so it might be different at camp than it is at home. Um, And that's one of the things that we really encourage you all to talk about as a family before coming to camp of, um, you know, if there's not something on the table that looks appetizing to your camper Um, they should feel empowered to ask their cabin leader or go up and ask one of the kitchen staff or ask their um, LDP. We'll be talking about that role later, their leadership development participant um, for something else. And we will find, someone will find them something else if they need it. Um, At camp, they are expending an extreme amount of energy through the activities that they are doing. They are playing and adventuring all day long, um, which means they probably need more of that fuel going in at a meal um, than if they were spending the day kind of lounging around and um, in, in being less active. So I think that's really an important piece um, to make sure that, that they understand that those options are there. They might just need to ask for them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we uh, there's a lot that you just said there. Um, each of our meals has a protein, um, so it's not just a uh, carbon sugar. Kind of, here's your, here's your donut and your juice, now go play. Uh, we definitely have uh, well-balanced meals, and uh, the reason is for that very, for that very cause. Um, the other thing we like to do is teach kids how to um, ask questions respectfully to adults to get what they need, um, and uh, at Extreme Examples, advocate for themselves of, I, you know, I know this about myself and I can't eat that, what can I have? Um, it's, it's a great skill to learn at camp because it's a safe spot. Mm-hmm. And if you know, kids can go away and campers can go away from this program having learned just um, the confidence to be able to say, this doesn't feel right or this isn't healthy for me, um, what can I do in a respectful way? Uh, I feel like the why has uh, done its job of youth development. Um, and uh, we definitely do our best and strive to make that customer service part so that the campers do feel comfortable coming to the camp, and no, we're not the scary cooks, and we're the, <laughs> you know we're the friendly camp guys that are walking around and asking people what they think and how they like it, and you know what could be better uh, so that we're more approachable, and uh, our counselors are also trained uh, to have that conversation when it does get a little awkward, and the camper is only seven or eight, and it's, it's a big world, and I've never been to camp before, and I don't know how this works, um, The counselors partner with the campers and, you know, kind of walk up with them and kind of role model. This is how we do that. So there is one other thing I wanted to talk about, which was uh, school lunches versus camp lunches. So Ooh, you go okay. into a cafeteria school.
0: Yeah. Cause that's probably like their frame of reference sure. for kids coming to camp for the first time. is like the, the school cafeteria. Yeah. yeah and
1: that can be a big, I, I don't, each school is different, of course, and each uh, region and each, you know, goal and kind of focus of each school. Uh, our camp is a friendly place that it is a little loud, uh, because the kids are having fun and talking about their day, they're chattering, they're anticipating what they're about to do. Uh, so it does kind of repel a lot of adults (laughs) to be honest, (laughs) whereas schools, I feel like there are some schools that might say everybody needs to eat quietly to leave. Uh It's a more institutional vibe. Um, they are there for one reason, one reason only, and they need to move along. People, you know, maybe I'm not every school was like mine but mine had a person that walked around and made sure that everybody was being quiet and wasn't too much wasn't too much fun uh taylor swift is blasted on our speakers and people are cheering and doing camp songs there's camp traditions that are going on um every meal starts with a grace that's on the wall and they really take a part of um you know that kind of Uh, traditional YMCA camp uh, vibe and uh, it makes it so that at the at the middle to the end of each session the dining hall is a fun and friendly place with lots of laughs and lots of chatter Um, there is only one person up from the table so it's not complete chaos we do not do food fights we do uh, we do decorations and things but it's not uh, out of control by any stretch but um, a lot of people go to a lot of effort to make sure that it's a fun and friendly place that is welcoming and, um, serving to the overall, uh, culture of Camp Greenville.
0: Very cool. Um, so Mark, I want to wrap up this conversation in a similar way that we wrap up dinner time and that would be talking about dessert. <laughs> Tell us about the desserts that are served in the camp dining hall. My favorite part of every day. <laughs>
1: sure. Yeah. Um, We only have dessert at dinner, um, which is controversial because I think that desserts are so good that the kids would love to have them at each meal. Uh, But uh, we do fresh-baked cookies. There are brownies. Uh, The red velvet cake is really good. Um, There are churros. Churros are are Mm. very much a hit. We have to make extra. Delicious. Definitely delicious. Um, We have theme uh, desserts for the theme dinners which, um, uh, hooray for Hollywood, we had popcorn. And uh, over 400 people got little bags of popcorn, which was fun to prepare. And uh, our staff really get a kick out of that and get fueled by that extra going above and beyond. Um,
0: All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for joining us to talk about food at camp. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.